How y'all doing today? This is Mad Boy Vaughn. How y'all doing today? I'm coming back for another movie review. I know I have been gone for so long, but I'm finally getting back to where I want to do movie reviews. I'm sorry for everything, but you see my new logo, Mad Boy Vaughn. is the new thing. All right, so we are talking about Power Rangers 2017. Now, before I go into the review, let me say this first. I am a huge Power Ranger fan. Ask me anything Power Ranger related, I am giving you the answer. I love Power Rangers. Still, I'm 23 and I still want to be a Power Ranger. It's just how much I love Power Rangers. I love the series. I love the fan base. I love it all. But this movie was not there for me. I did not like it. The tone was too serious at times, but the tone was too serious, but certain characters was too over the top. It was just a lot. So that was a quick disclaimer. This movie, even though I love Power Rangers, even though I can fight anybody against Power Rangers and now still say Power Rangers, but at the end of the day, I have to be non-biased and this movie was not there for me. And well, one of the directors was Dean Isolate. And this was his like second movie credit and he really never even watched Power Rangers. So he was trying to make it like Chronicles. If you ever seen that movie Chronicles, he was trying to make it a similar version to that. And I'm probably going to review that later too because that was an amazing origin superhero kind of story that is uh, was amazing. I can't I actually love Chronicles. The, uh, now, like I said, I love Power Rangers. So these Team Rangers, I really like. I really like their different attitudes and everything. I like how it wasn't the norm for Power Rangers. It was different. It was like in recent Power Ranger history, it's like they outstanding citizens. They top of the class. They do this, do that, and they can become Power Rangers. But this team is to understand that Anybody could be good. Anybody that the society thinks that are delinquents or misunderstood can be heroes. And I kind of like that message. Now, let's talk about the cast. Uh, Jason um, Dakery Moore uh, Montgomery, if I had butchered that name, I'm sorry. He was the Red Ranger. And uh, Dakery was... Only thing I really know him from Daiquiri was in Stranger Thing uh, Things, and for the life of me, I cannot remember his name in Stranger Things. But he was the the jerk character and everything. So his Red Ranger persona was good to say the least. I liked him as the Red Ranger. I did. He wasn't the over top Red Ranger, but. I did like him as the Red Ranger. And then I did like him as the main character of the story with his him being a football star turned bad for being a prank and getting people injured 
and being in summer school and his whole dreams flushed out of the toilet. And he, when you know somebody like that's a football star in a, a small town in the Angel Grove, and like, cause when you a football star, a high school football star in a small town like that, you like basically famous for everything. So for him just to hit rock bottom and have to go through these trials, I like that. Um, Naomi Scott is Kimberly. Now Naomi Scott always has somewhere in heart for me, cause she has played Jasmine in the remake of Aladdin. Listen, another thing y'all need to know that Aladdin is my all-time favorite movie. If give me top ten, Aladdin is number one every time. Know every line, know every song. But so she holds close to me because I love that movie. But Naomi Scott as Kimberly was too angsty, and I didn't like how they did. Kimberly's character. Now, let me say, all of this is my opinion. Some some people might love Kimberly's character, name and Scott portrayed. Some people might love that. Honestly, I did it because it was making everybody was making their characters too serious. And I guess this was the new age when everything is serious and everything is blah da da. But no, it's just like with. One of the things like she was going down there because she beat up somebody for her fault because she posted pictures of the girl nude. And I'm like, who who does that? That's like crazy. So that's another thing I didn't like about it. And she was in, and another thing she was in that kind of hurt my heart. She was in the horrible. Charlie's Charlie's Angel remake. And she was in a terrible movie. I was it was bad. It was really bad, y'all. It's just like I would never recommend somebody watch that movie. I will re- I will review it so y'all can't have don't have to watch it. But it was bad. It was really bad. I love and then that's the thing. I love some bad movies. If y'all watching my podcast and y'all got some suggestions, uh, my Instagram name is Madboy Vaughn. Give me the worst movies ever impossible. I love watching horrible movies because when you watch horrible movies, it is the funniest time ever. Like, let me give you an example. Uh, one on my movie list that I'm going in the future talk about is. And another one of my favorite movies in top two is this movie called Blank Man. Blank Man is a horrible movie. It is a garbage movie. But it is very entertaining. It is really... See, that's the, diff- that's the difference between horrible movies and just playing on boring movies. Horrible movies... They could be really entertaining, but the plot doesn't make no dang sense. Nothing about that movie makes sense, but it's still entertaining. You got boring movies and horrible movies. That's where you're losing your money at. Now, let me talk about my honestly favorite character out of the whole movie was the Blue Ranger, R.J. Siler. R.J. Siler, 
I feel like he made that movie, that role. It was like he was the epiphany and the embodiment of Power Ranger energy. And he was so amazing in the role. I really felt for him. And then, like, I ain't even gonna lie. I ain't even gonna front y'all. When he died in that one scene, um, a tear came to my eye. That's how much he brought to the character. The whole pl- the plot doesn't make no sense. Um, I'm just giving y'all the cast real quick. Then we're gonna talk about the plot. Anyway, I'm, I'm dropping a little head. I'm sorry. Um, but R.J. Sellers, he took off after this movie. He was in one of another best movies, the heart, uh, they harder they fall which was a great movie. If y'all don't get a chance uh, before I review it, watch that movie. It was on Netflix. It is a great history piece. It's a great cowboy revenge plot piece. It is a great movie. And he he just brought a lot of energy. RJ, his name was Billy. Billy has just brought a lot of energy and he was on the spectrum and it's just a lot of things that he brought to the table that was so interesting, that was so good that he he deserves everything that's coming to him in the future. I just he it was good. Ludie Lynn's character. Ludie Lynn character was the Black Ranger. His name was Zach. Now Ludie Lynn, you have seen him recently in like Black Mirror. And re- very recently in Mortal Kombat, if you say Mortal Kombat. But my thing about Ludie Lin's character was it wasn't interesting. He he was he didn't bring nothing to the story. That's what and then and let me tell the last Reggie Becky G. Becky G really didn't bring nothing to the story either. Like these you have the two, the yellow and the black ranger. Ludi Lynn was the black ranger, and Becky G. Trini was the yellow ranger. The only thing that Trini had a little bit more story wise than Ludi, well, they both had similar story wise, but nothing was brought to it. Like Ludi Lynn's character is, uh, he has a sick mother and. He does stuff to stay. He stays at home. He don't go to school to take care of his mother. And then I would have loved if they had spent a little bit more time with that. And like, like I said, with Becky G's character, Becky G was Trini, and her she is fighting with um, bisexualism, and her mother always thinks that she's a criminal. And I feel like they should have put a little bit more into that. But the whole thing was they were trying to wrap everything up and not dive into these storylines and bring them all together. So it's like some of the storylines, like Trini's storyline when the mama thinks she's incredible and she's going through, she's battling with this bisexualism, bisexualism, being bisexual, it was just like a throwaway gag. It was just something like, oh, here's a little character development. Let me throw it away. Same as Ludie Lynn's character. Like, he said something about his mom about a couple times, but you don't really feel like his mama's sick or he doing this because his mama's sick. You don't feel that. 
So that's thrown away. The real plots are that you really see are Kimberly, Billy, and Jason that they get more of the showtime and the more of the star power when I feel like all of them should could have had the same amount of screen time and the same amount of plot and then tied it together. And that's my honest opinion. And the only thing I really know Becky G is from is she was in a couple of episodes of Empire. That's only really I don't know where she that's and I like I like her as a character, but they really didn't do nothing with her. That's one thing I didn't like. Now, let me tell you with the villain, Rita Raposa at Elizabeth Elizabeth Banks. She, like RJ Tyler, brought it, brought her A game. She brought it. She was zany. It was like, but that's what really makes me mad about the movie. The movie was too serious. And too serious. But then you have some characters that's trying to bring joy into the movie. But the that three characters that's trying to bring joy into the movie can't counteract all the seriousness. The seriousness. It's just something you can't do. It doesn't mix with. But she 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 does a she has while well, I was doing the research for the movie, Elizabeth Bank got something from A to dang near Z. She got horror movies. She got dramas. She got comedies. Like she was in Brightburn. I didn't know that. She was in Brightburn. She's the mother in Brightburn. So every time I see Brightburn, every time I watch Brightburn, I'm just thinking. Rita Raposa, that's Rita Raposa, and that's so weird. And that's you know what? To be honest with you, I just thought about it. The dad, Jason's dad, I cannot remember his name. Hold on, Jason's dad was in Bright Barn Two, and they was a married couple. And I just thought that was so weird that it was both in the same movie and I just now thought about that too I was like why does he look familiar and they was in the same movie and David uh, David Denham David Denham was in Brightburn with Elizabeth Bank and whew, I'm going to save that when I talk about uh, Brightburn because that's on my list too but whew, that's a movie right there and she was in the Lego movie as Wildstyle. What? Come on now. Wildstyle. That's just like, you go from a serious movie, a scary movie, just going through, she has range. And I like that about her. Now, we got to talk about the man. Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Y'all might, y'all might know Brian Cranston from the hit Breaking Bad series. What, what y'all didn't know, that Brian Cranston was a huge Power Rangers fan. He was, that's why Billy Cranston, that's uh, Billy's last name, is named after Brian Cranston because Brian Cranston did so much work in Power Rangers Marty Morphin. He he was villains. He was he did so much money. He did so much work. He contributed so much. He is a huge Power Ranger fan. So for us Power Ranger fanatics to see him as Zordon, is it blew my mind because I was like, this man loves Power Rangers. 
And he just see us loving Power Rangers too. And I love that. Now, Alpha 5 was Bill Hader. Bill Hader. And that was one of the, another characters that I didn't really like. I didn't really like Alpha 5 in the original series. I re- but I didn't like his portrayal in this. It was just like I said, it was one of those people, Alpha 5, Rita Repulsa, and Billy was one of those people that try to make something light and fun to something that's serious. It just doesn't mesh well. Now, we talk about the characters. We talk about what I uh, gave you my synopsis. Now, so let's talk about the plot. So, Rita Repulsa is found in the ocean. And she starts killing people. She starts murking them. She starts killing them. They did. And so Zoran reawakens because it was kind of crazy. Zoran reawakens. No, let me backtrack. I mean, sorry, sorry. Now, you got these group of teens like Jason, everybody, all these group of teens are delinquents. And for some odd reason, they all meet up in his mind. I don't know how in the world. Let's go just meet up in the mind. Somehow, this was a plot device that made no sense. Because how every single body met in that mind, it made no sense. The only reason I knew Jason and Billy met in the mind, because something happened before when Jason got an ankle monitor on and Billy got movie magic, takes the ankle barter off so he can't be tracked no more. But the parents know that he should be home. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, plots like that don't make sense. But anyway, I digress. So I understand why they in there because for Billy to do this, uh, for Jason to do this, uh, take the, I don't know, Jason needed to take Billy to the mine so he could look for clues why his father had died. But that plot line went away. It was like these interesting concepts, y'all just throwing them away. But so they all meet up in the mind. And that's why I say it feels more chronicle because Chronicle had that same situation happen when they go down uh to the cave and they find their powers. And the reason why they found their powers is because they became friends. So, you got that, but then they got these epic car scene, the upper crash, and so somehow them finding the stones activated their powers. But since they found the stones, Zordon reawakens and Rita reawakens. So, they found the stones, everybody reawakens. Rita starts murking people. Now, the one thing I don't like about Rita in this movie, she was obsessed with gold. And it's this one scene in the movie, it's called the jewelry store scene, when you don't really see too much death, but she goes there, she's looking decrepit, she's just horrible, she's looking horrible. And it was like, she came in and said, I need gold. And the, the jeweler was like, what? I need gold. And I'm like, so so is gold your source of your power? Or is it the green 
energy and that makes the power the power just a source of power. And then another concept I liked about this movie that kind of said Buffy, they made Rita upgrade the Green Ranger. I kind of like that. But then so you got all these different plot points, but nothing. So back to the plot. So you got Rita scavenger for gold, killing people while she scavenging gold. And then, so Zordon gets the team, they start training, and then they go fight Rita at the end. So, that's basically the whole plot of Power Rangers, like a natural show. My favorite scene of the movie was the training scene, because I feel like that's what they brought them together. They had their ups and their downs, but then they just brought it together and they really bonded as a team. And I liked that. Another thing I didn't like was the scene I didn't like was when they feeling when Zordon say, Hey, it's done. We got to start preparing. Uh, I got to re- be fully reason uh, resurrected and I go handle Rita. Y'all can go home. And they go home, they go to a football field, and they start talking. They be like, yeah, we could go beat a reader. We could go beat a reader. Go try to fight reader while their armor get mollywhopped. Billy dies. And I didn't like that because they knew that they couldn't do anything. And I guess I know that they had, the plot has to go forward. The movie has to go forward. But still, at the end of the day, I didn't like that part. So... And then my least favorite scene was the Rita uh, goes to the bank scene. I did not like that because it was un- unnecessary. It was like very violent, but for no particular reason. And I didn't like that. So that's my review of the movie. And like I said, I love Power Rangers, but I will have to give Power Rangers 2017. Uh, three out of um, three out of five mad boy points. At the end of the day, it was still a movie. It was still a movie that I, I could possibly rewatch all the time. I have no problem rewatching it. It's a good movie to watch. It just didn't hit the mark for me as being excellent. And I appreciate y'all giving me your time. And I will was wondering if y'all could support me. Subscribe to my uh. Spotify, Apple Music accounts, and then so you can get notified for more episodes because now I'm focused more than ever. Every episode is coming out on Thursday. Um, the next episode I will post on my Instagram to get y'all hyped up that I will be talking about, but this is the first comeback. So thank y'all for giving me my time. And this is one of the movies that I like, I love so much. Even though it drives me insane all the time, it just it was a great movie, and it really brought back my nostalgia for Power Rangers. Um, another thing is, if y'all can support me on Instagram and give me any comments that I could do the episodes better, or what can I do for to make my community grow. And I really appreciate the time that you gave me right now. So, Mad Boy Vaughn is out. Thank you. God bless.